0: hello welcome to twice bitten the story of a bipolar alcoholic today we'll be talking about uh, my middle school days they don't have a tremendous amount of correlation between uh, my life now as an alcoholic and as a bipolar but they were my uh, formative years and uh, things were starting to take shape as uh, I grew up a little older Uh, but the story that really is uh, surrounding my um, uh, days as like between you know my when I was coming into puberty was really that I was a tr- I was a terrible bully right so I started my middle school days as, with an unhealthy amount of anger um, from my days of fighting for uh, what was mine in my house and using violence to get what I wanted uh, I was not a big kid I was crazy though and so kids were scared of me right I was a good fighter Um, I would fight anybody at any point. Um, And so I became a good fighter only out of necessity, but I was still pretty strong um, for a small kid and uh, not many people wanted to cross me, right? So I was able to uh, intimidate and impose my will on kids twice my size, right? So this is how I sort of survived in in middle school. Um, But my bullying was a way of hiding my fear. I was incredibly insecure about myself. Um, I felt alone. Uh, I didn't really belong to any group uh, because no group would have me. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, no one really liked me when I was in middle school. And the only reason I got to hang out with other people was pretty much because I terrified people, right? So if they were to say, hey, you know what, you can't hang out with us, (laughs) there would be a problem from my perspective. So uh, all my uh, close friends uh, at the time were being held hostage I can remember one of my best friends um, uh, well some my some best friends uh, I used to beat them up to do my paper route um, I'd throw rocks at girls I would threaten teachers I was generally just a nuisance and and, and, a, and a literally they probably would have locked me up at this point if they could but I still had you know parents that seemed to care and um, so <clears throat> I was able to get through uh, a lot of this stuff uh, unscathed. Um, I can remember one time, because I was such a bad kid, um, I was accused of lighting a fire or lighting arson within a dumpster. I never did that, but I was brought down to the fire station with my parents. I had to get alibis. So um, I was uh, was accused of a lot of stuff because of who I was and how I uh, acted. But one interesting thing from middle school is I smoked my first joint. In middle school, I was attending a, a skate dance, um, and of course, I wasn't skating. I was just there to hang out, looking for girls in trouble. And a kid I knew said he had some weed, and he would sell it to me for a buck, right? So a joint for a buck. Uh, I went around and collected some money, um, and 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 uh, got my pot, right? So I, I brought two girls to the side of the school, and we started smoking. And as we were puffing away, I noticed that there was a police officer uh, who was manning the dance came around the corner. Right, so my first joint, cop sees me. I had the joint and did not, you know, I didn't know what to do, so I threw it on the ground. I stepped on it. Um, The cop smelt the weed, of course, uh, and he knew what we were up to. Uh, He probably did see me throw it on the ground and asked me to step back, and I was. Incredibly terrified. Uh, I, you know, up until this point, you know, I still was afraid of getting in trouble. Um, and uh, but when I moved back, uh, the joint wasn't there. Um, we we both were surprised. I think uh, the uh, the joint uh, had melted to the bottom of my cheap sneakers, uh, which would. <laughs> Saving me from trouble with the law. And he so he sent me set me on my way, sent me home. I can remember walking home thinking to myself, oh my God, I can't believe I I uh, almost got arrested and I couldn't sleep. Uh, but no adults ever found out. There was no uh, ever any ramifications from that episode. But it was my first entry or uh, episode with either alcohol or pot. Um, and so, you know, I, it was a, a milestone in that sense, not that I continued to smoke pop, uh, being in middle school that much, but it was my first time, right? So the one thing about middle school is that I had an older brother, um, who had set the standard, um, for which, um, I sort of had to live by when, when I came in, he was now in high school, uh, and, and so he was the freak, he, he. He had, uh, you know, cut-off jean jackets and and chains hanging out of his ripped jeans. So I wanted to be just like that. Um, I wanted to live up to that reputation, being a tough guy. I had very long hair. I'd be I'd wear bandanas. I um, I you know I would do anything to try to uh, give the impression that I was cool, or that I was tough. Right. So. Uh, I must have looked like a fool. Um, I'm sure I did, in fact. And, and um, I, you know, one thing is you know, my stupid uh, attitude towards things and how I would want to mark my territory. We had another school joint have to uh, merge with our school uh, because of redistrict, redistricting, redistricting, and I immediately went into the uh, intimidation mode, making all the new kids know that I was the man they couldn't come into my school and take over, and um, I, you know, almost gotten a bunch of fights from that. I would treat the girls, especially the girls that I thought were pretty, uh, I would treat them, uh, you know, poorly, right? So, um, I, I, I was just not a nice person, right? In middle school, I, I don't think anybody really liked me, but my home life um, was still a mess, right? So we imagine six kids in this house, and we're all getting older, uh, we're all getting bigger. Um, Puberty, girls, everything was starting to happen in my house, and um, you know, we, again, you still had to fight for every inch you got right within my my house, but. Um, it was, it was still, uh, you know, the situation was that we were still broke. We were still a poor poverty ridden, ridden family. Um, I remember my mother driving me to school in the morning and we had this old beat up station wagon. And what I would do is I would pray that the light before my school would be red because if it was, I would hop out, right? I would jump right out of the car. So my mother didn't have to drive me in front of the school and then people would see my old nasty car, Uh, And exactly know how poor uh, I was. Because I always held my poverty and and my home life really, really, really close to my vest, right? So I didn't want anybody to know how poor I was. I can remember one time at Christmas time, which was generally not a bad time in in my house, right? So we actually would have a decent time at Christmas. And my mom and dad would try very hard um, to make it good for us kids. And one year, my mother uh, asked me to go to the store. To buy a Commodore 64 computer. I don't know if many people might not know what that is, but it was the, one of the first personal computers. Um, my I guess they were uh, trying to get a family gift for the for all the kids and um, try to better us, right? So um, uh, she sent me to the store with the with the credit card. I went to make the purchase, and the sales guy asked me if I wanted to buy the um, protection plan, right? I, I I had no idea, but it sounded good, right? You you get it fixed if it's 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 broken, and I thought, why you know you're spending all this money on this? It would be great if you could get it broken, you know, get it fixed uh, part of as part of the insurance. So, I bought it uh, for fifty bucks, and then when I got home, I told my mother about this insurance, and she literally blew a fucking gasket, right? So she went fucking bananas. I never seen anything like this. It was like the last fifty bucks on earth, and I uh, eventually had to leave the house, wandering around uh for i think a couple of days i sp- i spent a couple of days and i'm telling telling you i'm a young guy and um i stayed a couple of days out of the house at that point right so i got berated and beaten i think my father had to come find me um but it was a bad situation um it made me feel terrible um uh and uh that just goes to show you how poor we were we were living on 50 dollars, right to, that was the end of the that was like uh the end-all, be-all uh, of uh, you know spending money. So, the one thing that uh, <clears throat> the one good thing that happened in middle school was that I met my future wife. I did, I was uh, dating her best friend, and uh, my future wife hated my guts. She thought I was uh, obnoxious, rude, um, dirty, whatever you want to consider it. She she was a she was a higher echelon type of person than I was socially um but i, I eventually wore it down because i was with her best friend all the time and and so she got to the point where she could tolerate me and eventually we got very close and started talking on the phone and when i say we were talking on the phone we were talking on the phone for like 12 hours right this was crazy i would talk to her overnight um and then eventually um through many uh different situations we ended up dating uh she, we I obviously broke up with her best friend um, and uh, we started dating as much as uh, middle school could, kids could, but we spent a lot of time together, right? So um, that that was the beginning of uh, my relationship with with my uh, now present wife. And really, to, uh, folks, it, you know, even though you can you can look back at at my middle school years, there's lots to talk, to talk about if we wanted to do it. The problem is is that um, I'm trying to draw correlations here for you in terms of how. My life has been impacted by being a bipolar and alcoholic. Um, But, you know, it's a miracle I made it out of middle school without being kicked out. Um, But, you you know, it was early, but you still see the writing on the wall. I was a budding mental illness waiting to happen. And alcohol was a distinct possibility because my brother was uh, already drinking and um, uh, my home life was still a shit show with my father and, and his drinking. Um, so, but the thing is, is, uh, I always kept this stuff close to my vest. Nobody knew what was going on at my house, my house, because I didn't bring people there and I didn't share with people what was happening there. Right. So, uh, either way, I wanted to let you know, sort of how I gave you a little bit of background on, you know, when I was a little, little kid and some stories associated with that. But this episode is more around sort of the, the, the formative years in the early part, part of my, uh, diseases uh, you could start seeing things form certainly nobody was making that correlation but uh, either way I say that um, you know this is a short little chapter but um, uh, this, the things will start getting more serious in high school uh, of course and then college but I wanted to set the tone and tell you some things that happened to me in in middle school I hope you enjoyed it the next uh, uh, short chapter will be uh, my high school years which will Probably be a little bit more interesting, a little bit more uh, direct, um, uh, you know, direct, uh, you know, involvement in in how I started drinking Uh, was in high school. And um, really the the bipolar hadn't really taken part yet, I don't think, uh, but we'll talk more about that. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it.